Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, season two. Hello guys and welcome back to another podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I really hope you enjoy it. And if you come from a previous podcast, you are a complete legend. Thank you so much for returning. So this is the plan. We have a different plan this week. The plan is to do two overnighters but go to work in between. So it's Monday. Uh, So me and Alex are going to do tonight and tomorrow night. Um, Ideally, it'd be nice to be able to jump in the same swims because then we could fish the same spots that we've put obviously put our previous bait on. But obviously that will determine on a couple of things. Uh, you know, is there an angler down there on Tuesday on the, on our spot? Um, are the fish down the other end of the lake? Um, because if they're down the other end of the lake, there'd be no point whatsoever in uh, obviously fishing the, the spot that you fished last night. Also, uh, we got the England game uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday. So that'd be uh, that'd be fun. Alex has suggested that we go and get um, an Indian or something, can you know watch the England game bankside and obviously have an Indian as well. So that'd be quite nice if we do that. But anyway, let's get back right on the carp fishing. I've got um, another little idea. I'm not too sure if I brought up in a previous podcast. I don't think I did, but so I'm going to talk about it now. So as you guys know, if you've been listening to my um, previous podcasts. We've been plagued by crayfish predominantly on Legends Lake, which is really, really frustrating. Um, a couple of podcasts back brought both my rods in in the morning and they were like, there was no bait on either of them. So it's becoming really, really frustrating. So I've been trying a few of the, um, you know, crayfish ideas out there, uh, crayfish prevention ideas out there. Uh, last week I tried um, like that, that heat shrink wrap you put around your boilie. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't work, um, as in like it doesn't catch carp, but it just looks so off-putting. Um, I soaked the ones I, I wrapped. I wrapped a few, I had, I feel a small handful, and I put them in a tub, and I've been soaking them. Um, the crayfish did did attempt to like get either end of them, so you know the end result, the bait was out there, but it just looks off-putting. I'm not too sure with that, with the the feel of the uh, the, the shrink wrap stuff on it and when it goes into the carp mouth because as you know the, the carp's mouth is so sensitive much more sensitive than ours you know is it is it going to feel it a lot quicker as it goes in and and, and then blow it out quicker I, I don't know it's just one of these head games that, that you play around with um in your head and it's really frustrating but obviously they catch carp you know because people do use them so um i'm not writing them off um i've got obviously got the ones i wrapped you know what two weeks ago now uh soaking so i'm hoping that the soak will absorb into the plastic as well and i I don't know it's just i just i just worry so um, i am going to use one of them tonight but this is what i was going to tell you um saturday just gone um i went to my local tackle shop and i purchased some white plastic boilies um, and they're not like hard plastic. I don't know if you've seen them before. I can't remember the brand name of them, as I would drop in the brand name there. But they're not—they're not like hard, like like table tennis ball plastic. You know, it's it's it is a, a soft plastic, and it obviously is buoyant. And the reason why I'm bringing that up about like what does it feel like? It feels like how can I just think about this? If you think of um, 
not artificial pop, um, sweet corn. That's the one. Artificial sweet corn. It's kind of it is, does kind of feel <clears throat> like that, and I imagine it probably is the same material. So the good thing with that is, you, you know, you can you can poke holes in it. So that's what I've done. I've, I've poked holes in in a in a good handful of them all, put them in a tub, and now they've been soaking. So the idea is hopefully that the plastic you know itself will soak in the liquid and also hopefully some of it might like soup into the the holes i've poked into it as well uh because my my worry is is that <clears throat> that i put the plastic bait in and you know it doesn't smell and there's it's the only attractant will be the pva bag that i put on my hook and the uh the the the, the boil the the, the boilies that i've literally just chucked out next to it so I'm sure they they will it will soak in the smell. I mean, it, people have you know obviously been soaking plastics for a long time, but I've not really done it properly ever. So it's kind of like a new thing to me. So you you know you, you're going to doubt it first of all. So that's what I've done there. Um, I've obviously gone with white. So it was the right result when I went to the tackle shop. They had white and pink. I don't really use many pink boilies. I have done in the past, but it was quite a result to actually find white. Because um, as I said before, if you listen to other <clears throat> my podcast, that the white bait seems to be working quite well recently. So I kind of wanted to, I wanted to, um, you know, fish a white bait. When I went into the tackle shop on Saturday, I originally went in there looking for like a really hard boilie. So when I got in there, I was literally just looking at all the different brands of uh, boilies, all the white ones, opening up the tub and just, just feeling them to see what they feel like. And I couldn't really find any that, that you know, that stood out as hard. I just think, oh, the crayfish is going to, to, you know, they're just going to go straight for them. And then just by chance, I, I saw these, um, you know, these, these plastic boilies. And I mean, it's kind of like an obvious thing that obviously have been made before. People have been using them. I hadn't heard of them. I generally haven't heard of them. They've probably been out for years, so I'm not the first to use them by a long way. But um, yeah, I saw them. I thought that is it. That is it. It was like a, you know, like a ray of light was shining down on them. It was like, ah! you know, it felt like that. And I thought that is it. I've got to try it. So um, they've been soaking since Saturday. So the first thing, well, as soon as I got back from from the tackle shop, got home, I went straight to my my uh, storage area where I keep all my fishing stuff, and I put them in a pot and put put. Um, I put uh, some soak on them. So hopefully, you know, it, it's going to be absorbed in it. Obviously, as I said a minute ago, I poked holes in. Holes in. So obviously over time, it's going to, you know, it, it will absorb more of smell. Um, but I'm just worried that these, you know, these few days that they've had soaking won't be enough. But I want to try it. Um, Dale's definitely going to try it. So what I'm going to do is put one of them out. And then, as I said, one, one boiler that's wrapped in that shrink wrap stuff. So that's the plan. Um, definitely won't be fishing a, a zig rig tonight. It's pissing down with rain. Um, it's, rain's kind of like pretty much started since Friday just gone. It's like it's been on and off. But today looks quite quite pants. Uh, it looks to be a, a bit of a break in the weather by the time I get there. But actually, no, actually, I lied to you. No, re-looking again now. No, I'll probably be sitting up in the rain, which is, which is I hate doing. I hate sitting up in the rain. Um, stuff just gets wet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I really hate that. So, yeah, it looks like we're going to be sitting for, well, the rain for the rest of the day. Um, but hopefully that, that, mate, that'll push them down to the bottom rather than sitting on top. And hopefully we can get a carp, you know. Obviously, I'm going to say that. Hopefully, I'm going to get a carp. Of course, I'm hoping to get a carp. But, yeah, so that's the plan anyway. Uh, Legends Lake uh, two days tonight Monday and tomorrow night and hopefully fish in the same spots depending on 
where other wranglers are and dependent on you know where the fish are of course but as you all know i might get down there after work and there might be too many anglers on there when then we're going to be forced to go onto uh, another lake but me and alex were talking about this other day and we really kind of really want to try and put as much of our time on legends like uh, over all the other lakes definitely because uh, you know that's where the bigger fish are i've said it a few times that's where the bigger fish are it's undoubtedly you know as, as you as you've heard from my podcast it's it's definitely the hardest 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 lake out the lot you know we you know we have struggled and you can see the difference of like you know from my last podcast just say silly thing of like you know we were uh we we blanked that you know the, the night session on there uh then we basically we spent a good like three hours like float fishing on it um yeah that was in fact yesterday float fishing on it for carp had no luck there was they were clearly moving around you could clearly see that was carp you know in the vicinity and everything uh and then basically went and tried on one of the other lakes in the complex and you know and i caught a carp and we literally only spent probably about in all fairness no more than an hour on the other lake so i'm just trying to tell you guys it's a hard lake <laughs> it's a really hard lake that jenny is a hard lake joking aside it's a really hard lake definitely and all the other anglers to say is but it's not as if people are pulling out carp left right and center on there so it's a hard lake but you know i do want to i do want to stick at it so you know that's why i'm trying to do some uh, obviously i love doing it but that's why i'm trying to do some float fishing for carp on the side so i actually am putting carp on the podcast and not just you know doing a podcast on blanking <laughs> so otherwise i might as well call it like uh crest blanking fishing sessions or something see like that so yeah that's why i'm trying to do that and obviously i love float fishing as i said for carp yes one of the best ways to catch them but anyway guys that's the plan so i shall see you in the next segment Bankside. right guys i'm here i've got both rods out um i'm on the um one of the main sides the long main sides and i'm probably like near the middle uh fishing opposite uh fish like safe zone pontoon thing i'm not too sure what you call them um originally i was going to put a bait on there and i started bait spoon out and i realized it didn't have enough sections for it and alex doesn't have his bush back with him um so i decided not to fish there on that anymore um alex was saying no, i just cast down just like ping some bait at the top and i just did i just don't fancy that i really want to be able to drop like a heavy heavy lead down you know on the ground knowing it's on hard floor and you know with guaranteed bait over the top and the beauty of the bushwhacker i said before um you can almost get away there i mean it is fairly deep out there so there is still a big risk so i think that one's a four ounce that's a fear yeah, that one's a four ounce lead on it there is a big risk that is a four ounce and it's got to drop a fair bit what six seven foot whatever it may be there and it's, if it falls in silt, you know it will pull down um but yeah that's what I basically I decided not to go go with it and I've put basically put two the both the rods in the margin so the left hand rod is um to the left of me there's like there's like a couple of trees and like bushes going over the water and I basically dropped it uh down there and on that we've got the um the fluorocarbon pop-up with the crayfish uh shrink tube on it and over the top of that I've got that um Atlantic heat boily mix that I mixed up um a while ago with that you know with the um with the, the the bait dip on top of it that's been mixed in and soaked for ages now uh yeah so that's there um and that's an inline and the right hand rod i tried to be a little bit kind of, i wasn't too sure where to put that one first of all um but i put it in the margins as, as i previously said but there's an there's a tr- there's like part of a tree that's like well, part of a tree but one of the branches is basically like in the water like probably out i'd say about 
um, from the bank because the bank goes in there, probably about a rod length out. So it's quite a flimsy um, like branch, but my theory is behind it. It's like people can't cast; they can't cast through that branch because if they get a fish, they're gonna they're gonna snag up, and you know that's they're just not gonna do it. So what I've done is I've, I've baited up the bushwhacker, pushed it out past it to make and to make sure the the line isn't nowhere near the bushwhacker pole, and then basically just like levered it in and pushed it round the other side with a bushwhacker and dropped it the other side in the margins so yeah if, if you ain't getting there if you ain't got a bushwhacker or, or, or not necessarily a bushwhacker a bait and pole system so that's the plan now that's what i've done so that's there so fingers crossed both out guys and i shall update you guys if i'm unfortunate enough to get a fish well it's half past nine and neither of us have had any bleeps yet <clears throat> so it's quite quiet so far um, doesn't look like anyone else has had anything on the lake yet not seen any activity from anyone else so um, still you know still time still um, still till uh, half five in the morning <laughs> so you never know um, we're keeping our fingers crossed and hopefully it happen if not we'll be back tomorrow um, might be in this swim or not don't know quite like this swim must be it it's not it's not my first choice swim but um, I would come back in here so um, what I might do in the morning is flick some bait up but I'll update you in, you know on that in the morning you know what i do there and then um, if anyone else has had a carp or if you know i'm lucky enough to have one but yeah so i'll update you guys quickly well it's 4 53 in the morning um not a bleep last night not a bleep so um looks like i'll be packing up soon um and we'll be back down here tonight yeah a little bit gutted but i guess that's fishing for you in this you know I said before, this is a super hard lake, that's for sure. Right guys, I am at work now um, on a break and I uh, thought I'd just give you a bit of a summarise after bringing the rods in from last night. So I can confirm that um, both baits were still on and untouched. Um, obviously um, the um, plastic pop-up one you know, would be fully intact. But interestingly enough, there was, um, there was no damage to... The pate, the pate, but the pate, the pate that was on it. Uh, crayfish are renowned, and they have been stripping my pate off, but that was still on there, so that's a good sign. Um, and the left-hand rod, which I had the uh, fluoro pop-up on, that was completely untouched too. So that would strongly suggest that you know there was no crayfish on my two spots, because interestingly enough, um, Alex's rods, uh, he had one in the margins, and he was to the right of me. A little tiny bit down he had been crayed up and he had no bait left on it so that's interesting so um changing the game plan tonight slightly after having a good conversation with the bailiff last night i really actually can't remember if i talked about this yesterday um after i've spoken to him he it turns out you can use tiger nuts on on the lake uh, which is good so i've got some tiger nuts at home so what i want to do is actually want to try tiger nuts tonight so the plan is to get back in the same swim um because before i left or when i woke up just after i did that last segment i basically um pinged out some uh boilies to the left of me where that rod was and i pinged out some remember i said there was that island in front of me i pinged out some uh baits over to that island as well because i want to put a bait over there tonight because i don't know i just got that feeling like you know i didn't pick anything up in the margins this morning let's try a different spot and that's apparently meant to be you know one of one of the 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 
the, the good spots on the lake to you know to you know catch from so i've pinged a load of baits over there so fingers crossed um no one to jump in the swim today uh, or by the time i get there you know and then baits will just you know literally be untouched there you know they give the fish a bit of confidence to come in and hopefully um you know build up confidence and you know hopefully catch one on the back of it but yeah so what i am going to do going back to the tiger nuts I sort of went off on a little tangent then i am going to put um a tiger nut rig to the left so i'm going to use um one tiger nut and i would like to use um a white uh bit of pop-up and i believe in my fishing bag which is in my car um if not i said i had to double check no it was in the car i've got some white um sweet corn um i'm going to use one of them uh pop-up ones uh artificial baits i'm gonna use one of them they're not not as big as the um the uh plastic boilies that i, I purchased but i've got some white ones uh white, as i keep repeating myself some white uh, artificial pot, uh, sweet corn so i'm going to use one of them because they're a bit flatter uh i don't want the rig to be like stupidly big um so yeah i'm going to use that to hopefully try and use the white that has been working but then use the uh, tiger nuts because hopefully the craze will not be able to if they do eventually come in on my swim again which i'm sure they they move around the lake hopefully they won't be able to get through the tiger nuts and I, I could be wrong there so what i'll do as well is um when i bait scoop that out to the left i'll put some tiger nuts uh f- freebies on top and i'll grind up some tiger nuts as well and put the ground up tiger nuts as well as obviously some boilie on it as well as so i think that's a you know that's a pulling in a pulling in bait as well as i've mentioned in previous podcasts and then with the uh the second one that was on the right hand side i will put it out to that island uh the floating island out there but what i will do on that one is because it's open water i should be able to get away with um having a just that the normal fluorocarbon pop up on it and not have to have it protected for craze from what i understand i don't believe craze go out you know that far it's about i was talking to alex and he says it's about seven foot out there or something so it's quite deep so hopefully and i'm pretty much sure they don't craze won't you know they won't venture out to the you know the middle of the lake they're just you know going to be in the margins so that's the plan there so that that bay out there should be pretty pretty safe so i'll do that and obviously um i will flick out some boilies on top i it must admit i did try yesterday i can't remember if i said this at all in the podcast apologies if i did ever repeat myself but I did start to push out my bushwhacker and I didn't have enough sections on it to actually get to it. Otherwise, ideally, I would like to drop it out with that. Um, unless Alex brings his bushwhacker tonight, um, I can add extensions on and drop it. But um, we'll see. If he does, I, I can do that. If not, I'm gonna, I'll cast it out and put a PVA bag on it and flick over some bait over the top. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and then obviously the bait over the top will be the Atlantic Heat boilies. So that's the game plan tonight. I feel like fairly confident that... I will get in that swim because it's not one of the, you know, the top swims on the lake. It's, it is one of the decent swims, but it's not one of the top swims. Um, yeah, so yeah, fingers crossed. But you never know, you know, <laughs> this is fishing after all. On a, you know, and <laughs> anything, anything can happen. So guys, there's an update. That's the plan for tonight. When I get there, hopefully I'll be, I'll be going. Yes, this is what we're doing. That is the plan. Also, England are playing tonight, uh, so we'll be watching that bank side as well. So hopefully, it's our, it's our last game in the group to get get through to the uh, quarterfinals in the Euros so yeah um, fingers crossed we'll be able to do that anyway guys I shall speak to you in a millisecond okay we are here update time 
guys. Right. Um, basically, we could have gone in the swims that we um, fished last night, but we've decided not to. And there's a few reasons being. One, the wind's blowing down the other end of the lake. And two, um, there's also uh, one, two, three other people, three other anglers fishing down that end of the lake. So, in theory, if everyone's fishing down there, all the fish are going to come up this end. And so it makes sense to come down this other end. And hopefully, you know, some of the fish might have pushed up here already or they will get pushed up here or push them all about. That's the theory behind it. Also, up this end, we're actually at the end and we're both in the corner. So we've got a corner each. Um, well, I say we've got a corner each. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I've just pushed the bushwhacker all the way to the other side of the lake underneath a willow tree <laughs> oh my god how many sections was that i reckon because i choose alex's as well uh so i've got 30 meters worth he's got 45. i reckon i just pushed it about 45 meters 45 meters on the bushwhacker and to go basically on a tip of a willow tree in the water oh my word it's such a long way so as long as no one turns up and fishes like opposite that because i've had to push across at an angle i should be fine if i do obviously i have to i have to bring it in but you know that's the risk i take for now but yeah it's it's in a pucker position with a load of bait around it as well you can't go much wrong with that honestly if the bushwhacker does it on this occasion wow that is saying something so what have i got on my rod scene guys so well, this obviously will change a little bit now so on the left hand side rod which is the one that's been pushed out to the willow tree um, because it's not in the margins because the tree's obviously coming out further into the water I'm taking a chance and I'm going to go with um, well I've gone with um, Atlantic Heat Fluoro uh, pop up, the white one um, which I've harped on about in the last few podcasts um, it's, out, it's not in the margins so going back to the theory I had before there should be no um, no crayfish there so fingers crossed that I'd do the job there and the one, my right hand rod, I've, uh, that's got the, I've stuck with the tiger nuts. I've got a tiger nut and a white bit of um, pop-up, uh, uh, one of those sweet corn uh, artificial pop-ups I was on about. And I literally pushed that to the margins to the right and I found a nice gravel patch there. And on both of them I've got like crushed boily, crushed um, tiger nut and some whole tiger nuts. So I'm trying something slightly different tonight. Hopefully something's going to work. Fingers crossed guys. But anyway, they're out. I'm buzzing. The England game starts in an hour and 20 minutes as well. So let's get it on, guys. Hopefully it's going to be a win all round for everyone. I'll talk to you guys in a bit. Right, result. Alex has just had a common, uh, £13 common. Uh, what's the time? The time is half past eight. Yes, eight result. So we're not blanking. We're not blanking. It's absolutely result. He sees some fish moving earlier there. And he put the bait there and he's at it. Um, what do you have on as well? He had it on an Atlantic heat, a hard, hard Atlantic heat, um, boily. So yeah, fair play to him. And he didn't even put any uh, freebies around it as well, or no bag or anything. Just it was just one single boily. It's an absolute result. I am so buzzing for him. It's actually a result. Yeah, sorry guys, I'm super excited. Oh, and England are one nil up as well. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I've got to go. And yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's more coming for us. Morning, guys. It's uh, 4:58 in the morning. Uh, got to get up soon for work. That shit sucks, man. Completely sucks. Um, I didn't get any carp last night, but I did manage a bream on the right-hand rod. Um, yeah, which was the tiger nut one. So yeah, at least it wasn't crayed. Um, I'll let you know later on what the, what the left-hand rod looked like. But yeah, a little bit gutted really. I didn't get a carp. 
I must admit, when my rod was beeping last night, I was getting a little bit excited because it wasn't entirely like a bream bite, but hey ho, it is what it is, guys. If you're not fishing on the bank, you ain't catching carp. <laughs> so, yeah, update you guys shortly. Well, guys, I'm home now. Um, yep, <laughs> what can I say? No carp, definitely gutted. Uh, left hand rod, bait untouched, so you know it came in nice and smooth, so it wasn't snagged or anything. It just, I guess, it just wasn't wasn't the time and the place. Um, right hand rod, where I recast that, that was fully intact as well, so that's all great. Um, not heard from Alex yet. Um, it's still early actually; it's only six twenty four in the morning. Um, so yeah, that's the update. Um, what I am going to try and do, I am going to try and do a sneaky float fishing session again uh, later this week uh, but times will tell uh, you obviously find out in the next segment if I do or don't so anyway guys speak to you in a second well I'm here guys I'm back float fishing with my lobworms and I'm starting on Legends Lake today there's a few fish cruising around on top in the swim I'm in um, and I'm on the bottom <laughs> lol so we'll just give it a go and I'll update you guys as I go along. I'm in the first swim from the car park. That's where I am. Fishing to my right to like the big tree that's coming over. So fingers crossed. I was just thinking to myself, what makes um, carp so hard to catch on some lakes? Um, like on this Legends Lake here, they are so hard to catch, like so hard. And like when you think when I go and fish Manor Farm, um, and I've fished there a few times now, you know, I get quite a few 20s out there on the float rod, you know, and it's like, it's, I don't understand why, what makes a lake so hard, what makes the carp so so hard to catch. Um, Manor Farms, you know, that's been around for, you know, for a long time as well, and, you know, if you're catching like a 20 plus carp, you know, it's not exactly like, you know, one or two years old, it's, you know, it's got some age behind it, so if anything, you know, it's going to be wise, and from what I understand, like, when you put like, say like, from what I'm saying on this lake, certainly, when you put like, when they put like smaller carp in here, the bigger carp teach them. And you think that happen in like, say, Manor Farm as well. I just don't, it doesn't make sense. I'd love to know how, you know, love to know the answer to that. Because like me and I talked about like yesterday about this lake, it's so hard. It's so hard. He fished last night on his own. And he's just saying it's just so hard. And it is, it's just so hard. And they're so difficult to catch. But it kind of makes the prize more worthwhile as well. So, yeah, uh, yeah. That, there's my thoughts. I was just wondering that, guys. Um, yeah. So yeah. Answers on a postcard. <laughs> um, I'm also trying something slightly different with my float rod today. I'm trying to. Well, what I've done is I've, I'm using a smaller float, and um, my theory is behind that is I can therefore use a smaller shot to sink it, which, in theory will give like a fish picking up the bait less detection less weight to pick up so um i'd like to think now that potentially the big lobworm i'm using is almost the same weight if not lighter no heavier than the worm so hopefully when it picks up the worm it won't notice it so i do wonder sometimes you know you know a carp might pick up the the, the worm and detect the the weight and then instantly spit it out and drop it i don't know it's just it's just an idea i think you've got to like think about things like this and trial them out and see what happens so yeah let's find out well i'll be honest with you guys 
the copper have been running me around in circles tonight. I've not been able to hook them. Um, tried Legends Lake, nothing on there. Um, then I went on uh, Towers Lake to give that a go. I, I, I could see a few on top, but they just they weren't having no bites at all. And I thought, ah, I just gonna, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to come on. No, so not Towers Lake. Um, Atkins Lake, sorry, Atkins Lake. And I, I'm on Towers Lake now. Um, and there's been a lot of fish moving around my end here quite a lot of fizzing coming up and finally i've managed to bag one not a monster only about five pound but still it still makes sure it still i can't talk it still ensures that this uh podcast is not a blank oh well mind you had that bream didn't i but hey ho i'm excited i said to you guys i love catching carp of all sizes i get a right buzz from it um obviously if a big one comes along i know i'm you know that is you know awesome but i love catching carp yeah guys so i'm gonna get another one out i haven't got long left now and see if i can get another one well, after that fish, I decided to um, stay in this swim a bit longer and put it on the same spot again. Um, the carp I could see in the vicinity before, he had a few lights doing on top, have moved away from that the fight, because it gave me quite a good fight in all fairness. Um, so I'm hoping they're still going to still gonna come back in. Oh, yeah, there's a few little bubbles coming up. I got a little twitch then. I just think, I mean, this is different from... Um, Legends Lake because the carp are a lot smaller and they're not as wise, but by by you know they're just not. Um, so there's a good chance they will come back in because they're a bit stupid. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I think so. Um, but yeah, I'm having some great fun this evening. It's really nice to finish the working week off with a, some float fishing. Definitely. I kind of said to Alex before, I said, yeah, I really want to focus on Legends Lake, try and get one of, you know, some of the big the big A-team out. Um, but I'm definitely going to do some float fishing on the other lakes just to, like, you know, make sure I'm, you know, going to get a fish. Otherwise, I'd, I could spend the whole season just fishing Legends Lake and, you know, potentially only catching a couple. It's that hard. Um, kind of knocks your confidence a little bit. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a fisherman and I, I like catching fish and I, I don't want to spend the whole season you know, pretty much blanking every session nearly. But at the same time, I want to be putting the time into Legends Lake because I want to be catching the carp out of it. So, yeah. So from going to telling you what I was doing in the swim now to <laughs> my thoughts on uh, Legends Lake. <laughs> God, I do go off on tangents sometimes, guys. I really do. But, okay, I'm going to carry on. And, yeah, as I said before, I've not got long left. So let's see if I can window another one out. Please, carp gods. Well, I gave it about 10 minutes in that swim there and uh, nothing was nothing was producing so I decided to move swims and I went around the other side. Um, I could see some light. I didn't notice it before when I've been here before. So nice lily pads about uh, three foot off the off the bank uh, towards those trees. So I just plopped um, the bait down there and within five minutes I've had, an, I've had a mirror carp. Yes. So that's two fish. Didn't weigh him. He probably went about three and a half pounds but still super chuffed as i said you know it's, it's such a great way to be catching carp and it ensures this podcast is definitely not a blank now so yeah that's two fish out today super buzzing um unfortunately i'm going to call it a day now i'm not going to end the podcast just yet because i might tr- or i'm going to see if i can get out for a sneaky couple of hours either saturday or sunday and then i'll end it there if not guys you'll know in the next segment anyway but thank you so much for listening so far guys i am buzzing I was just thinking um, one very important thing that I should really mention, uh, one of the key things, especially I did today, is um, I kept moving. Um, I, I stayed in the first swim on, on um, 
Legends Lake for quite a while, I must admit, because I was kind of like just hoping it went out. But after that, I was just moving. I was moving. I was staying in the spot for like, you know, 10, no more than 15 minutes. Um, and if it wasn't happening, it, that you know, I was moving. I've always said to Alex when you're float fishing, normally if there's a carp in the swim, when you drop the bait down, like with this technique, you know, you, you know, you do get a bite, you do get it. So if they're not there, they're not there. And I mean, that saying that, that goes to prove today that that's the uh, the second carp I had, literally dropped it down, and, and I had the fish. Um, and then if we if we look at um, the first fish I had, I was fishing before I had that carp. I was fishing the swim next to it, and I saw a lot of activity in the next swim, and I just moved over there. And instant, no, it wasn't instantly, but the fish were in the area, and I went on to have a fish. I mean, you could you could argue, oh well, if you sat in the swim long enough, you you could get one. But then you could argue on the back of that, if I would have stayed in one swim today for a long time, would, would I would I have not caught? Would I wouldn't have certainly caught the two carp I did out today. So in a short space of time, I've had two carp, and I think the key thing going back to what I say because I'm going on a little bit is moving 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 keep watching the water see if you can see fish if you see fish move to them if you don't get a fish within you know 10 15 minutes move i mean that's the beauty of traveling light that's the, that is the beauty about this type of fishing which i really do enjoy um yeah so i just had to add that in guys i think it's very important um that i put it out there because that, that's what i believe and yeah definitely i don't think anyone could argue that so yeah sorry about that <laughs> well guys it's monday uh unfortunately i didn't get out and do another fishing session over the weekend um had a little bit of bad news uh we got a kitten recently and he's uh not been too good went to the vets on friday late evening uh, he had some sort of like uh he couldn't st- wasn't like breathing properly um so it, basically he stayed in overnight uh, he had water on his chest so they had to pump all that out um it's suspected like um some type of coronavirus that only cats get not it's not the coronavirus that's going around that's you know at the moment for us like it's, it's it's a different it's a cat coronavirus and if it is that um unfortunately it's you know there's no cure for it um we're waiting for the results back on that which they say take up to about a week which is ridiculous um anyways breathing didn't look too great this morning well i don't know if i've just been a bit paranoid but he's got, he's got an appointment um again today uh, uh lunchtime ish uh, they're doing another scan on him to see if there's any water there if there's no water then you know it's that, that's a good sign um and it could be something else um not a virus uh, hopefully it's not a virus uh but anyway yeah so yeah obviously didn't get out over the weekend due to that and uh, which means uh, i probably well or depending on how this scan goes and how he is i might not get out again tonight or this week i don't know yet i want to be with the family and stuff you know i know it's only a kitten but we will love him to bits to be honest with you you know how it is but um Anyway, guys, sorry, I thought it was fair that I put that in there just so you guys know, because um, I might be a podcast out. Um, unfortunately, I've been on a bit of a roll lately and doing one every week. But if you got this far, thank you so much for listening. Obviously, I really do appreciate it. And um, check out you know, my old podcast if you've not listened to them and obviously my future ones. So I shall speak to you guys in my next podcast. Thank you so much. If you're not done already, guys, you could do me a massive favour and hit me up on Instagram. Just search Quest Fishing Adventures. On there, I'm uploading some photos and some short videos. You can also ask me questions or give me some advice too. That would be absolutely mega. Anyway, take care of yourself, guys, and tight lines, and see you on my next podcast.